is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, hey, it's Gunnar Esiason, and I am joined by Tiffany today. Leah's not with us, not feeling so well, um, but she will be back. Uh, she will be yes. back on her own time. But today, we are celebrating what, Tiffany? My second long anniversary, guys. It is the, it. the second one. I honestly can't believe it either. It feels like just last year we were doing the one-year episode, oh, yeah. and like it, it just feels like it has gone so fast. Where has time gone? Um, but to, to celebrate with us, we have someone very special, and Tiffany, I'll let you introduce her. Okay, this is my best friend of, I think, 18 years now. She's seen me go through everything, and she met Taylor Swift with me, actually. Um, it's Kelsey Sleek. Hi, best friend. <laughs> oh, I feel so famous being introduced like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. You know, you're friends with me, so. You're on the, pod- <laughs> you're, you're on the podcast, so you're, you're very, very famous just by virtue of being on the podcast, actually. Exactly. Um, so this is actually the, the second normal we've had on the podcast in two, in a week, in two weeks. Yeah. So we're, we we have a we we have a uh, we have we have a bit of a a, a streak going. So Kelsey, mm-hmm. I have to tell you, we haven't had very many normals on the podcast, so it's a very select group that you're joining. Uh, I feel very honored. You should be. I need to put that in my Instagram. <laughs> a normal and a podcast. See, that's what it is. You, you you are you are you should be honored because it is a very select group of individuals um, mm-hmm. to be considered a normal on the Breathe In podcast. Um, but today we're going to look at the the support system side uh, of of, mm-hmm. t- of Tiffany's journey through transplant. Uh, you know. Uh, as as Tiffany has said time and again here on the podcast, it, it definitely was a long, long process <laughs> to getting towards those to those lungs. Um, and then, you know, what it was like in the aftermath. And I think, uh, you know, the, the support system is always kind of like seen as secondary. But I and, you know, Tiffany, I'm sure you feel the same way. But the support system is a huge part of my fight oh. against cystic fibrosis. So huge. I don't know how I did it. Like, if I hadn't had my support system, I wouldn't have gone been able to go through it as positively as I I am you know Mm -hmm. and I've done so far so having Kelsey and all my friends and my family and Jeff just going with it with me you know they always say they have cystic fibrosis as well basically because (laughs) they went you know they they went through all the emotional side and they saw the physical side so they kind of understood what was going on at that level so, Kelsey, can you tell us, you know, what it was like, you know, do you remember when you found out that Tiffany had CF and, and when did she really start to include you in, in that part of her life? So we met when we were in sixth grade. I, when I was on my way home from work today, I was kind of thinking about like, do I remember the moment that she told me? And I think it was actually my mom. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom mentioning that, cause I got really close to Tiffany really quick, um, that she has this lung disease. And in middle school, you don't really think too much about it. Uh, Tiffany was doing all the same thing, 
same things that we were. So it wasn't like she seemed super different. Um, I think when it really started to settle in was high school. Um, we went to different high schools, but I remember there were certain times where she'd be in the hospital. Um, she wasn't able to do all the same things we were able to do. I think that's when it really sunk in. But I don't remember actually our first conversation about it. I'm assuming it was probably sometime in eighth grade, ninth grade. But I remember finding out in middle school, it was kind of like, no big deal. It was yeah. just, she was just a friend with had a disease. Yeah. Yeah, and that's true. I think, I'm trying to remember, I have a better memory than Kelsey. Just, just letting you talk about <laughs> it. Really does. I, I do. I have the I have for every. I have a really, really good memory. I, I remind her of things, and she's like, wait, what? I'm like, yes, girl. Yes, that happened. But, um, <laughs> and so I remember, from what I remember is, I think I got sick. I had my pulmonary embolism. I was coughing up blood, and that was eighth grade. And I think prior to that, she kind of understood what I was going through just through treatments and stuff because we did go camping and stuff. So when I had to do those things during um, RV, we had an RV. We we glamped, okay? We did not camp. We glamped. And because <laughs> I feel like with CF, we need to glamp. You know, you need, need less germs. So, <laughs> so I think she saw that stuff too. So it kind of got her familiar with it. And then when I started getting a little bit sicker and more exacerbations and then the pulmonary embolism, I think that kind of made her understand a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I think uh, looking back at my childhood, you know, I don't remember having like, you know, candid conversations with my friends about cystic fibrosis. Yeah. You know, it was more like a show and tell kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, you know, I was just always doing treatments or taking pills. And, you know, my friends were just a part of that. And they saw that side of CF. You know, I don't really, you know, remember sitting down my, you know, sixth grade best friend. <laughs> I have CF and this is what it is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, you know, I think there, there's something to be said about showing rather than telling the illness through the eyes of a patient you know i think a lot of kids uh you know they they are they that's when they learn to be like their best advocate you know by showing you know what their what their cf is and what they have to do on a daily basis um and, and when kids the person living with cystic fibrosis can show that and they can see the power that that has you know i think that's a really good thing um but you know uh kelsey you did kind of allude to the fact where tiffany started to i guess have some differences uh you know where she was either spending more time in the hospital or you know she started getting sick um well you know was there a time when you know you kind of realized that okay yeah this is a very real thing because i think we always talk about you know we show kids that are with cf that like very little kids that are doing very well and it, it kind of lulls parents and caregivers to sleep that you know okay cf isn't so bad it's not it's not this terrible thing they have it they do these treatments they take these pills you know this that and the other thing then all of a sudden it starts to rear its ugly head you know when kid when people and kids eventually get older uh just by nature of a progressive right. illness that's what it is so you know I, I think was there you know a time as from a friend's perspective you're like oh wait you know tiffany is starting to have a hard time here it's funny because i would describe tiffany as probably my most energetic outgoing <laughs> adventurous son truly and so I could think of times in college when we would go to concerts and then we would take road trips somewhere and we would go to Disneyland. I don't think I really noticed until right before she was listed on the transplant list. We would be, you know, shopping and I noticed we would have to stop a little bit more often. Or instead of going out to dinner, we would have dinner inside and order in. So it was kind of little transitions like that. But I don't, I honestly can't remember 
a time really in high school or college where it affected what we did too much. Um, it kind of came really quick. So I would say maybe two to four months before she was listed, I really started noticing a huge change. Um, and of course, before that, like in college, I, and in high school, doing all the research on CF and noticing it was a progressive disease. So I was kind of aware that at some point it may switch. But up until a little bit after college, everything seemed completely normal. It, I mean, still to this day, she's my most outgoing, adventurous friend I have. <laughs> I can't keep up with her now. <laughs> but yeah, before that. And so I think because she was so adventurous and outgoing and loved to go out, those times where we decided it'd be best just to stay in was kind of like the mm-hmm. precursor to things are changing. Well, was was there a time when you when you maybe either felt scared or worried for Tiffany? You know, just you know, for, you know, from oh that from that yeah. friend perspective, where you're like, oh my god, my friend is having such a hard time with this. Oh yeah, I mean, countless nights staying up, so nervous. I remember one time we were in a math class together, and we came back to my house in Pleasanton, and. I remember watching her breathing the whole time in class because I was able to hear her. And I've been friends with Tiffany now for 18 plus years, whatever it is. So I was really um, in tune to kind of how she breathed and acted. And that day I just noticed something so different. And I remember texting my mom and I said, I'm worried about Tiffany. And we went back to my house to study and we walked in and I kind of, I think I just looked at her and I was like, I think we need to go to the hospital. And <laughs> I remember I mean, this day. <laughs> Tiffany is always the first to put her health first. So she, if she needed to go to the hospital, she would be there. But this time I, for some reason, I was just the first one to be like, I think we need to go. And she was like, okay, let's go. And that night we went to the hospital. We were waiting in the waiting room for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And I remember going, driving back home that night and just bawling my eyes out. I'm so nervous. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it is a very scary thing to to you know to be on that side of it and to you know to to, to see you know someone struggling like that. I have a hard time, you know. Also, you know, kind of you surf through Instagram and you see some people struggling on there or other patients or whatever. But to actually you know be there with her in that moment must have been a terrifying thing. You know, Tiffany, you said you remember it. What was that like? Yeah, um, I remember because did I have. Did I have a broken foot at that time? I think I did. I think I broke my foot. <laughs> Tiffany, so. Tiffany with a better memory. Here she is. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a broken foot or some. Yeah, I think it was that time because it was math class. Yeah. Had, um, statistics. So I remember I had my broken foot and stuff and I was just kind of just struggling. And I knew that I knew it in my at the pit of my stomach. I was like, I need to go, but I really don't want to. You mm. know, I don't want to do this again. And then her mom and her just looked at me and they were like, I think you need to go. And I was like, I took a deep breath as much as I could. And I was like, okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I remember. And then we were, they didn't have any beds or something. It was very full. I don't know why, but we were in the hallway with our Mickey masks, you know, the little kid masks. Yeah, because you're in a pediatric center. Yeah, exactly. And um, it was just like, you know, it was a lot of waiting, and I just wanted to feel better, and I knew I, I was in the right place, and Kelsey helped me 
get there and she was just that support rock for me right then Mm -hmm. and it's funny that she says that she could she kind of knows my breathing like we we know the cough like the moms Mm -hmm. and dads know the cough and so does kelsey my best friend that's seen me throughout it's kind of funny just that she said that it's uh... it's a real thing I thought that was funny too because when I when I was in college, I would you know the distinct cough. You're living amongst people for for a number of years, and people could tell that I was like about to get to somewhere because they oh I heard I heard you coughing outside, and they would come out and greet <laughs> me or whatever. You know, it's like it, that 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 is a very real thing, Kelsey. And it was mm-hmm. when my uh, I'll never forget my freshman year of college. My parents were up in Boston for for parents' weekend or whatever, and they essentially took a few of my friends aside and they said, you know, how's Gunnar doing? Is he doing all right? And then my mom got all of my my new friends, you know, all these kids that I had known for, you know, a handful of weeks, got all their phone numbers and then used them as like the spies while we were away at school. They'd be like, how, like, is Gunner's cough getting, is Gunner's cough getting worse? Is he breathing heavy? Is he sleeping for the night? Is he doing his meds? You know, that kind of thing. So I, Kelsey, I totally appreciate that because I know it worked on my end as well because it was, you know, the eyes and the ears <laughs> for my mom who was having a hard time trusting me being away. And I get it was, you know, the empty nest kind of thing. Um, but you know, let's move forward here, and you know, Tiffany is now going to go towards transplant, um, and th- and that's really, I think, where a lot of people with CF sort of seem to have like the- these weird little uh, moments with their support system. It's kind of like a make it or break it kind of thing. You know, some people can handle you know seeing their their very dear friend being sick in a hospital bed and basically not being able to move around, and then you know, other people ultimately leave our lives. You know, I you know, I've had people that you know just by virtue of being sick after, you know, my college years and, you know, my sort of you know, a little bit of decline that I dealt with there, you know, I wasn't quite as social as I once was. I couldn't do as many things. And, you know, you lose a lot of, you know, you lose some friends just, just because you don't keep in touch or, or whatever. Um, but then there are those, those friends that stick with you through thick and thin. But now for Tiffany, you're obviously in a situation that was really very dire. Um, yeah. You know, what was, what was that like for you, Kelsey? Like, what did you feel like your role was in, in that moment? even like there was an option it like that didn't even go through my mind tiffany is like a sister a best friend i kind of felt everything she was feeling um and i kind of would think about how i would feel kind of on my end but i would get a lot of like you're so strong like i can't you know like you're there with her all the time like is it hard for you and obviously it's hard but it just it kind of felt just natural Mm -hmm. there's no place i would have rather been um and I think that if I wasn't there with her, I just, it wouldn't have felt right. Um, so, yeah, I, I know a lot of people, you know, it's hard to see and hard to watch. But although it was hard, it's kind of taken the selfishness from yourself out of it and thinking about, you know, the person that's struggling. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it, it was never really an option. There wasn't a thought in my mind that I was like, you know, it's too hard. I don't think to be here. It was more of like, yeah, this is hard. I need to be here. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany, what did that mean to you, though? Oh, uh, it makes me like want to cry right now because <laughs> she's just been such a, an amazing friend to me. And I'm just like, sorry. It's okay. You're turning it to me by crying all the time. This is my job. I know. <laughs> just getting emotional. Um, but it just means a lot because I know that like going through all this stuff is just such a difficult time and not having anybody with you is just it takes it makes you feel so negative and having someone that's always there for you like she came to the hospital every time and would make youtube videos with me and would just like 
make me laugh and just have so much fun with me. And she would put on the vest and do some dances. And <laughs> you know, she even did a twerk in the hospital. I'm just saying. <laughs> There's video proof. Yep. There is video proof. I got that on there. Um, but, you know, just like having someone there constantly as a reminder that you have someone that loves you no matter what through everything. It just means everything. And, um, you know, I've had friends come and go, but like Kelsey is my my number one right there. <laughs> and, and, you know, it. Your response there, to, and I almost, I'm almost like tearing up here too. This is we gotta pull, we gotta pull ourselves together here, people. Yeah, um, you know, I'm like, uh, it, to hear you say that is 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 really uh, very reassuring. You know, just to, to know that you know your your friendship is really was a driving force for you in the in the middle of you know the worst possible imaginable situation you could ever think of. Um, and and I do think that's you know certainly a testament to you, Kelsey, to, to stick with her and and you know be and and be that rock for her uh, because you know she said it herself she needed it. Um, so Kelsey, I want to ask you, you know, what was it like to, you know, in in the moment when I, you know, Tiffany tells the big story about how it's kind of like a big party when she was finally called in uh, for 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 the transplant. You know, they had like a thousand people in the room, as if Tiffany. <laughs> That sounds like Tiffany wasn't very popular, by the yeah. way. You know, so you know, I, I, you know, it sounds like there's you had a huge party in the room right before Tiffany was about to get wheeled in uh, for the big surgery. Um, you know, well, let's hear about that from uh, from your perspective. So I remember driving there after my final. I had finals at school, or yeah, I think it was finals, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and I showed up expecting Tiffany just to be a complete mess. And here she was just like coloring. She looked up. She's like, hi, how's your final? Just like completely normal. And the whole time on my way there, I was just panicking. I can feel my breath getting deeper. I was like, I got to be strong for her. Cause if she sees that I'm panicking, like I don't want her to panic. And I walk in and she was fine. It was the craziest thing. And so it made me calm down. And that whole night, I just, it was just that process of waiting. Um, and I remember feeling nervous because I didn't know if it was going to be a dry run. I didn't want to get my hopes up. And I felt like I should be there to console Tiffany, but she was the one consoling all of us. So <laughs> it was just like a, it seemed like a totally normal, like, visit with Tiff. It was, we ordered food, we got in and out. Tiffany had the best pre-transplant meal ever um i think we got a little bit loopy i think i remember 3 a.m dancing with full masks and gowns on for some reason i don't remember why and then you guys were Um, doing lungs 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 i remember yeah just like cheering um yeah it just was not what i was expecting it to be driving there i kind of imagined maybe crying or nervousness and I remember there was a point where Tiffany I I could tell her anxiety started picking up a little bit so immediately we would kind of change the subject and move on and then that was fixed and I don't know it was it seemed like a completely normal night it didn't seem like a night where you know our best friend was about to get a double lung transplant yeah and I go for it it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> no, it was fun. Well, I was so cool. We had, we had our hair braided. We were the braid brigade. 
we uh, had a lot of snacks and we just had a good time. I just remember just sitting there. I didn't speak much. I know I wasn't talking no. too much. Yeah. yeah, you were quiet. Yeah, I was quiet, but I just wanted to hear everybody. I was just there to have everybody around me and just know, you know what? This is going to happen if it's going to happen, you know? We're just here and yep. we're just it's just a miracle that I might get new lungs. So I remember that. I think and then I knew I was what? What? Just making the best out of that situation. It was just like, yeah. I mean, we're we're here waiting, so we might as well make it fun. And you were just, I, you're amazing. I don't know how you do it, but it's incredible. Well, because I had you guys. <laughs> it certainly sounds like it. Yeah, um, and then, okay, so then now she finally has the surgery. You know, was there something that you know you said right to her right before she got wheeled in? Um, you know, you know that last final moment. You know, it's 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 you know it's really the you know, you're not kind of going into the unknown, right? It's it's one of those things where, you know, we hope Tiffany comes back a new person, but you know, it's you're not totally sure. Um, you know, it was it. Know. You know what? Yeah. You know what, what? What what was your you know your message to her? Or you know what was that 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 final goodbye like? So I don't think it really kicked in that she was getting a, getting new lungs until she was rolling in and the. The doctor there said that we can each come up and say, and then all at once my emotions came down because it's been two years of waiting, two years of uncertainty. I mean, the anxiety, the panic attacks, like it was horrible. Every phone call that she got, I was always like on edge because I didn't know. And so when that moment came, it was just like all the emotions came out. I think I just squeezed her and told her how much I loved her. Um, and then she rolled away, and then there was a group of us that just started bawling and crying and hugging. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like a surreal moment. It it really didn't feel real until she was rolled in and the door shut. It was like a movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and and then all of her emotions came out, and yeah, it was crazy. I, yeah, I just started crying right when I got to the doors. It just hit me. I think we've talked about this, but all of that emotion just hits you right away and then you just like it's the unknown you don't know if you're going to come back out or if there's going to be new lungs or what's going to happen and I remember um um they said I think Kelsey was doing the video and she said um we're going to say say bye to Taylor or whatever so she was going to send it to Taylor Swift and um then we um then i said bye and then after the video you just hear kelsey kind of take a sigh (sighs) you just hear that at the end of the video that's all you could hear and a lot of people hear that when they saw the video and and commented on it and they're like that's everybody's feeling right now you know just like seeing her go in and just saying (sighs) big breath and saying here we go (laughs) yeah and, and and then Tiffany comes back. Then then yeah. she comes back. You know, however many hours later. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 you know what what is that like? You know, she there there she is. She she made it through. She pulled through like a champion. Like we all knew she would. And you oh know wh- you know what what you know what is that emotion when she comes back? Uh, I it was again kind of surreal because it's I don't know it's just obviously not something you experience every day and it was something that she was waiting for for so long 
and the fact that it was done and it was successful, it was just an overwhelming feeling. Um, I went in with Jeff, her boyfriend, and it, it was hard seeing her laying there. I think that was like my first thought. You know, I've seen her in the hospital a million times, but at this point, smiling or giggling, she was just out. And um, yeah, it, it was just so surreal. But I remember driving home and I was finally able to take a deep breath. And I was like, I can't believe that it happened. And I think that's that moment that it sunk in. And then I remember getting a text that, because when, when I went in to see her, um, you know, she wasn't able to communicate, obviously. But by the time I was halfway home, at that point, she, I think you wrote on a whiteboard or something. Yeah. Um, and at that time, I was finally like, okay, okay, this is good. And then that's when I was able to feel a little bit of relief. And yeah. But yeah, it was it was so surreal. I I even think back to it to this day that just that whole two days that we were waiting and then it happened um, it was incredible. Yeah, I want to know what you guys did when I was asleep in surgery because I, I don't even know what happened. I want to know these things. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I have a juicy story. <laughs> so. Okay, well, we, so we tried to sleep. So there was, I think there was just a few of us that stayed. It was Lori, Callie, your parents, and Pete. And so at that time, we were all in the waiting room, and we all just, like, passed out and fell asleep in the waiting room. And then someone ended up turning the lights on and stomping in. And at that point is when things got a little, like, feisty. <laughs> we were just trying to sleep. We didn't know what was happening. And then that settled down. And then I think Lori, Callie, and I went to get Starbucks walked around I, at that point it was just like trying to fill in those minutes as fast as we could um and then after we got back just sitting and waiting and i was doing your instagram so i was doing all your social media posting and replying back to people and just like figuring out how to make the time go because it felt like forever it was like one of those times where i, I would look at my phone it'd be like twelve thirty. And I looked back down again and feel like 30 minutes had passed and it was like 1232. <laughs> so I think I, I remember just whatever I could to make the time fly. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was crazy how slow the time went and then how fast everything happened after you got out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's funny you bring that up, Tiffany, because I the very first time I had general anesthesia for something like totally not even even in the same ballpark, I like came out of it and I was like the first thing I asked my parents was like what did you guys do like while I was in there? It's so interesting <laughs> to know what, like what everyone does like while yeah. you're in there like getting like you know people are working yeah. on you you know. Right. Um, I think my my parents like told me they like went and got like lunch or something and I was like offended by it. Um, <laughs> I was like I was like it's like sixteen years old. What? I was like sixteen and I was offended by this. Um, yeah, but no, it's like it's like one of those things that you just never think about. Like, what what is everyone else doing while you're in there? You know. Yeah. Um, totally. So really, kind of a funny question for you, Tiffany. Um, Okay, so now Tiffany has the lung. She's she's back to life. She's doing well. Tiffany's Tiffany's the Tiffany of old. Um, you know wh- what what has life been like with Tiffany now? I mean, I know what life is like with Tiffany because Tiffany's a huge part of my life now. But I want to know what it's like to actually like be with Tiffany. You know, on a regular basis, what what it's like to have Tiffany back. You know, the old Tiffany back. Um, you know, the healthy Tiffany. You know, what what do you guys do? What's what makes the friendship special? Uh, and 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 what does it mean to you that she has the lungs? 
I think, so before she went, I think in life you kind of remember kind of like your hard, scary moments. And those are kind of one of the ones that you sometimes hold on to. So the moments that really I remember are the times right before the transplant, you know, her not being able to walk to the bathroom or us just laying on the bed for eight hours and watching shows and her not able to go out to eat. So I remember those. And now being here and watching her, we went to Disneyland and her being able to walk and stand and not having oxygen and little things like going out to dinner and going to makeup conventions and her being the one that is able to walk around the whole time when I'm just like, oh my God, I'm like exhausted. (laughs) I think it's mostly just like the little things that I noticed the most with her pre-transplant. So, you know, energy falling really quick and coughing attacks and, you know, having to stay in instead of go out when now it's like kind of back to how it was before. So going out all the time, me trying to keep up with Tiffany, um, and it's it's still kind of surreal to me because I remember so much right before Transplant and how scary it was. And now just I cherish so much just watching her thrive. It's incredible. And I think one of like one memory um, was when she got her pre-trans or when she was on her transplant, um, she got her pictures done. And I remember we went down to the beach to take those pictures. And I was so nervous about you because I can tell that you were struggling. And uh, we went up the rocks and it was just this whole, you know, it was hard. And then we took your pictures after transplant and the differences were just insane. You walked up that hill to take the pictures by Golden Gate Bridge. And that was like the comparison that I was like, oh my gosh, like this is real. (laughs) So it's surreal. It's still surreal to me. And, and Tiffany, on your end now, you know, what is it like to, I guess, you know, sort of have that friendship back, the old, the old ways of doing things where you can actually do stuff? Um, you know, what, 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 what does that mean to you? And, you know, this is the, the second long anniversary, as you like to say. Uh, it's been two years. It's been, you know, the recovery is, you know, you're kind of out of the recovery stage now. Uh, and, yeah. you're, and you're into the, the rest of your life stage. So, you know, what, what does that mean to, for you to hit that milestone and also, you know, be doing this stuff with your friends? Well, it's amazing. I'm very blessed. I can't really, it's surreal, like she says. It's crazy. I have seen my life do a 180, for sure. Um, being able to actually go out with my friends now, I don't drink, but, you know, I watch them drink and it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> we like to go, and being able to go to Kelsey, now lives in San Francisco, and I'm able to go see her whenever I want now. I don't, it, I can just get up and go. I don't have to plan it. I don't have to say, oh, I don't have enough energy for, you know, to go there. Or I've, you know, I always had to plan one event a week because that's all I had energy for. And now I'm able to go and hang out with my friends, do things. She lives, you know, San Francisco, it's a lot of walking. And I can do that. A lot that of hills now. in San Francisco, too. A lot of hills. In let's, San let's not downplay that. No, no, no. <laughs> and, yes. And definitely just being able to go do that. And then, you know, go to my favorite place, Disneyland with Kelsey. We went, I think, seven months after my transplant. And that was probably one of the biggest things in my life was just be able to go there and have fun and just be with my best friend and make more memories. And, 
it's it's just crazy to see how I used to not be able to walk five feet without having a cough attack to a mucus puke, and now I'm able to walk miles and miles and miles. You did five k. Exactly, I did on tur- I did a turkey trot. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just been um, <laughs> such a blessing, and I'm I'm a very fortunate person, and yeah, it's. Uh, just makes you want to take a deep breath because it can. <laughs> well, we're all very fortunate to have you in our lives, Tiffany. You've, you've certainly made the world a very, a very, very much better place. Um, so we're almost out of time here, but I, I have because it's Tiffany's second long, long anniversary. I, I have to give you two these, this moment, and as much as it pains me to give you this moment. Oh no! The, the, the final word. I'll let you guys give me a Taylor Swift memory uh, because I know that's something that you guys share together, and I don't like dedicating airtime on the podcast to T Swift. But <laughs> but because of the special occasion, you guys can have your moment here. I need yeah. to I need to know the best Taylor Swift memory that both of you guys have together. Oh, well, I mean, I think, I think we're just about the same one right now. It's probably meeting her. I think it's being, Absolutely. oh my gosh, just the whole process of getting to meet her too. That was just the, oh my God. we made a, if anybody doesn't know, we did a viral post and it had me um, with my Taylor Swift shirt, of course. And I had the poster board that said my whole story and why um, Taylor Swift, you know, she's my inspiration. My wish is to meet her. So a lot of people saw that. It went viral. It had so many hits because, you know, we're cool like that. And um, <laughs> we were, we Keep telling yourself that. that. My, no, you know, I'm going to pat myself on the back. Um, but we did it on my bedroom floor. I had my oxygen on. We were just like, I told her, I need to meet Taylor Swift. This is just, this has to happen. So really, try, really trying to get the, the full pity thing. Get the oxygen tank in there. You got exactly. the, the, the nose thing on. You make sure you're not it looking too good. Life. Yeah. It oh, yeah. Come on. Totally, totally. totally Rare disease for the win. Life. I mean, that's what was going on there. It was real life, okay? <laughs> but, you know, Taylor was such an inspiration in my life with her music and getting me through everything. So we did that, and we tweeted it, and I got our favorite Bravo celebrities, the people on Bravo. Um, they all started retweeting it, and it was just amazing. So then on Kelsey's birthday, I got the call that said, this was another good call other than the lungs. Another um, great one, yeah. Taylor Swift wants to meet you and we're like oh my gosh and we were like in the in her front yard like dancing you know, <laughs> with all the off. oxygen you had that you could dance with exactly <laughs> and then um, <laughs> Tiffany's yeah, cured then, all of a sudden <laughs> yeah and I think meeting her just was so it was like an out-of-body experience she was flawless oh my god she's the most gorgeous person <laughs> ever right Kels? And it just seemed like we were just talking. I mean, I didn't do a lot of talking. I was, like, in the back <laughs> trying to, like, pick my job the floor because I was, like, so starstruck. But it, she made you feel like you were just talking to a best friend. It yeah. was just, like, the way that she looked you in the eyes. And she was so genuine and caring. And mm-hmm. <sighs> I'll never forget it. Yeah, she's just, she's just I'm sure you will. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to do it again. Oh, yes. yes, I know you are. I, I yeah, and I, and I know Tiffany is too. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm glad we all had this moment together. This is some yes. very, very enlightening. Right? <laughs> yeah. This is it's yeah. everything I've ever wanted for out of this like, podcast. <laughs> everything. <laughs> we're falling. We're falling off the rails right now. The whole thing is derailing. Um, well. <laughs> Kelsey, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we always let the guest have the last word. 
Uh, so we have to give you one final question. Uh, for for we want advice for people who may be listening to us that are part of the support system for people who are dealing with very severe or severe or critical illness. Um, and what would you say to people that are, you know, that are in that situation like you were, you know, right before Tiffany went for her transplant? And then, of course, afterwards as well during the recovery and now that, you know, Tiffany is Tiffany. Um, not, you know, not, not that Tiffany was Tiffany before, but now that we have healthy Tiffany. She was sick. sick <laughs> so, you know, what, what advice <laughs> would you give? Living her best life now. Yes, exactly. What advice would you give to those people? I would just say... Be the friend that you would need for someone else. So be that support. Little things, texting to her, hi, coming to visit, just hang out, watching TV all day, being okay with it. Um, kind of sacrificing little things in your life because it's really helping someone that you truly care about. Um, and kind of taking your feelings a little bit out of it and kind of thinking more about the other person i i can't imagine going through what tiffany goes through i it's just i would have no idea what i would do and i kind of think about that often um so yeah i i think just being the best friend that you possibly can um not thinking too much about you know little things but just kind of enjoying time together um and making time for each other and being the friend that you would want someone to be for you. Mm-hmm. I agree. That sounds like pretty good advice. Well, Kelsey, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. And Tiffany, happy second long anniversary. We, uh, mm-hmm. we, I can't believe you made it two years already. It's like, where's time gone? I know. I want to say thank you to my donor for allowing me to get here and having my memories with Kelsey and you and Leah and all the podcast fam and everybody <laughs> in my life because I wouldn't be here without them and my, my whole team at Stanford as well. So I really appreciate everybody. Well, we appreciate those people too because uh, let me tell you something. You make the podcast for, for a lot of people um, and we, we couldn't do this without you, Tiffany. So we are, uh, we are so happy to be celebrating your, your second long anniversary as well. Um, so in honor of that, I'll let you close up the podcast. You can give all the, the spiel that ends the podcast. Can you do it this time without hitting the roadblock at the end? You think you can do I it? I can try. I'm all right, let's try. do it. Okay, so... If you guys want to contact us, you can contact us on Instagram, and it's at breathe underscore in underscore pod. If you want to listen to us, go on iTunes. And if you go on iTunes, you need to subscribe, rate, and review, and give Kelsey five stars for being amazing and my donor and me for getting through these two years. And if you're on Android, um, go to SoundCloud to listen to us. Also, GunnarSison.com. And if you guys want to email us, it's breathe underscore in underscore pot at asiasin.org. Yes, that is it. Tiffany, you have done it. And don't forget to give yourself a plug on the Etsy store. It is holiday season, so the Etsy store is open. Slide in and buy up all the merch. It is popping right now. This um, new Lungs & Co. shirt that I have on right now, <laughs> everybody's loving it. Everybody's loving it. You know, it's like, okay. Tiffany. The best gift ever is new lungs, right? And Tiffany Blue, hey. <laughs> <laughs> new lungs and go. God, you're all of the puns. I love it. Um, okay, well, we did a good job. Tiffany, you have passed the test of being able to finish the podcast. Well done. Yeah. Kelsey, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Kelsey.
Thank you, guys. I feel so honored. Yeah. Hashtag famous now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We will see everyone next week. Have a good night.